1: Today I'm talking to Emily Edison she is an elementary school music teacher and a new mother and I met Emily when I took the hypnobirthing class a few weeks ago and Emily welcome hi good to be here and I thoroughly enjoyed that class I learned so much but you're the example because you not only learned the material, you lived it yeah.
0: yeah it was it was it was unique to have practiced and then to also then take the course about two months later,
1: so yeah, yeah, Emily was there with her two month old baby, Raya, and it was absolutely adorable and living proof that a calm birth produces a calm baby. And so I understand you took the hypnobirthing class as a expectant mother and then had your baby using this method. And now you're training to become a hypnobirthing childbirth educator. Is that correct? That's right. All right. As I was was taking the class,
0: I was... As a pregnant mom, I was thinking, "Oh, this is so exciting, so amazing!" And I just, I just felt that passion to want to, to want to continue that even after the delivery of my child.
1: You know, and and Barb did that. You know, one of our instructors, Barb. I interviewed her uh, last week, and she, this, you know, she took the childbirth educate and then knew this is what I want to do. So we need to hear this birth story. Tell us about. Tell us, start back when you want during the class, but tell us about it. So I had my first daughter four
0: years ago and I had heard about hypnobirthing. And so when I looked at finding a course, there were none offered in my area. So I just kind of did a homemade version of it. I found some meditative recordings and I, and I read the book a little bit, but nothing official so I knew with my second I wanted to find something official and that's when I officially found the course. I was able to find someone in my area at that time and my husband and I, we did the daily studies and the weekly homework and the readings. Yeah, and I had a much different experience with my second child and I do believe that it is because of hypnobirthing, and that's one of the reasons why when after taking the course and having my baby it was one of the reasons that inspired me to want to become an educator and to continue teaching other women but my labor was so much different than my first and i will try to explain it in a non-judgmental way with my first because i mean that's what we learned in the course right that Every labor is beautiful, and it d- no matter what direction your labor takes you, um, you accept it and you go with it. So with my second, let's see, uh, how should I start it? Well, I was 40 weeks and four days and nothing was happening. (laughs) I was a little bit pressed for time because I was using personal days at work. Um, So I had gone in to see my midwife and she uh, recommended a membrane sweep. So we did the sweep and when she was doing the exam, she noticed that uh, my cervix was still quite firm and it it was still a posterior. So she had, predicted maybe three or four more days, which was a little discouraging, but it was helpful just to like get that reassurance. Okay. I'm, I'm, you know, any day now. So I went home and there was some cramping and what she said was normal after the membrane sweep, but I woke up at seven in the morning and the rushes were were consistent and regular. No matter how I would shift in bed or what I would do, they were, they would stay the same. And that's one of the signs like, okay, you're in labor because nothing is is changing, right? So things progressed and I labored a lot at home. But then there's a point where you just, you know, you need to go. So I was delivering at the birth center and I was, once I got to the birth center, um, I got right into the tub and the tub was awesome. It was awesome laboring in the tub. Like it's just warm and relaxing and your body just like instinctively knows to relax. So using those techniques and those those scripts that we're were taught, and the Rainbow Relaxation CD, like, you just get into the zone, and time passed so quickly. So, um, I don't even know how long I was there, but soon I was ready to, I was feeling, I was, it was like how they describe it, where you will say, well, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> that was, that was it, right? So, So um, I remember saying that, and then the midwife checking me and saying, okay, you're getting close. She wanted me to get out of the tub to help things, to help my cervix open a little bit more. Um, And as soon as I got out of the tub, my body was just ready to go. So it didn't take much, and there was only several J breaths. I remember... The first one, my water's released on the bed, and there were just a few more after that, and baby was there, so it wasn't long after. Um, It was much, much shorter, much simpler, much calmer than with my first. And I caught her with my own hands this time, and she was on my chest. And I do remember just feeling so present, so alert, so energized. Wow. that I could remember and soak in every moment. And it was something that I had never experienced before. With my first, I was exhausted. I was tired. I was like like I couldn't even really be in that moment because I was so physically trained. But with this second, with this hypnobirthing baby, it was amazing like how I felt. I just it was a completely different experience and that that is really, truly special for me.
1: Now it's interesting because you were using the hypnobirthing philosophy with both of your births. Yeah. The, but it sounds like taking the class really made a difference for you. It did because it, there's a, it's not just,
0: it's not just being relaxed because there's a point where you're not going to be able to be relaxed anymore unless you can find that place in your training and your practice.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah. That's what the course really offers. And that's the difference I found with the second, with the second child.
1: Wonderful. It sounds like you had a beautiful experience. And I think that's what every mother wants. I know when I was expecting my first child, I knew I wanted to be awake and alert and aware when he was born. I did not want to be drugged.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, not even drugged, but even with my first, I I did it without any medication, but it was 21 hours, and at the end of 21 hours, you know, you're physically just exhausted and drained, like, they needed to put me on oxygen, because I was, like, so depleted,
1: yeah. so
0: it's just, it's just, it's just a whole difference, like, in just having that energy, and just being able to be present in the moment, and to, to, not use so much of your body and just to let go and let your body birth because your body knows how it's your mind that's getting in the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. I I really believe that. So it sounds like with the training you got to the hypnobirthing class, you were able to reach a deeper level of relaxation. Yeah. Which probably helped the process go more quickly.
0: Yes especially in that active labor for sure Mm -hmm. because that's when I really felt like the time, the time distortion that they talk about where you are all of a sudden like ready to ready to J breathe, you know, where you're not living every rush and that's very helpful.
1: Yes, it is. And learning those techniques. Yeah, I agree. I, I think this training is just wonderful and, and I love the emphasis that, you know, you chose a birthing center, but hypnobirthing can be used anywhere, whether you're going to have the baby at home at a birthing center in the hospital, absolutely, it, it helps. And, yeah. and it helps prepare you to handle whatever, whatever turn the process takes. Right. Because especially, I mean, they tell you to labor as,
0: at home as much as possible, And if you're able to use those techniques when you're on your own or with your birth partner, like it can just progress so much faster and you don't have to go into the birth center or to the hospital as quick.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'd love to. I, I think most dads, birth companions, want to be involved. They just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. hypnobirthing teaches them. So, was your was your husband comfortable with taking on that role of?
0: Yes, and he knew those words, right? Those those cue words that you're taught to get you in and out of hypnosis, and yeah, and the scripts, yeah, yes, very much so.
1: Awesome. And now you're doing what I'm doing, completing the process of certification with Birthing International, the first, the original.
0: <laughs> yes, it's an awesome experience. It's a little surreal doing it <laughs> at this this time, but um, with this, what's going on in the world, but it's actually, it's really unique because it can just be really calming, you know, doing the studies and doing the work and focusing on these positive, affirmations and things it can be really helpful
1: oh i'm thinking everyone needs to learn that calm breathing yeah exactly i think we could all learn to how to relax (laughs) yeah yeah that
0: was one thing oh sorry yeah one thing that i appreciated from the training is they were saying hypnobirthing doesn't have to stop after your baby's born you can continue it it's a practice you can do throughout your whole life that you can teach your children. Like when Barbara said um, to play the hip, the rainbow relaxation for my daughter in the car because she hates the car seat, it was like a light bulb. Like, oh yeah, it doesn't have to stop. That's really wonderful. Because she
1: was listening to it. Yeah. In utero. Yeah. And now you know the skills to be a calm mother.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you
1: had a very calm baby. I think we were all amazed. You had this little two month old baby, and she was just content and peaceful. And even when she was awake, she was just very calm and good natured. And um, Barbara, the teachers, Barbara and Phyllis, were explaining that they're finding that's typical. But that when a baby yeah. has this calm, birth you know if you think about the transition and i had never thought about it until i heard it presented in that class they're going from this environment in the womb that is so protected so safe out into you know a colder harsher sounds are louder you know that's traumatic so if you can yeah.
0: yeah um i i didn't know if i was just a better mother the second time around or if i just had a different kind of baby but going to that workshop and getting all that that feedback from all of you women it was like oh wow she is a different kind of baby she's Homer and and like um uh, I don't know if I'm a, you know, I'm in tune with her more. And I think that's really the thing. If I can really predict what she needs. And I, don't, and I think that is just our connection that we built really getting in tune with my body and knowing and trusting my instincts in that way. But yeah, the relationship we have is, is really sweeter and gentler.
1: And I love that training we got in the class about the importance of bonding with your baby before they're born, talking yeah, to exactly. them, yes. you know, just start that parent-child relationship. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they are, they are aware. They do yes. hear sounds. <laughs> yeah, I really think that she.
0: It really taught me how much she absorbs because we would be in a in a just a lull the conversation would be in a lull or the energy would be calmer and she would like soak into that and then when it was lunchtime or whatever she was like active and talking crying she could really just sense the energy of the room and it was just like really beautiful to see like how sensitive she was there is
1: yeah yeah it was amazing okay so now your plans are um have you already started working with your practice couple and completing no i haven't yet i wasn't sure
0: about the state of things with the social distancing and everything so i'm still just working through my courses Mm -hmm. and doing the the book reviews and all the other requirements but Yeah. Looking forward to working with a couple and, and moving forward.
1: Yeah. I, I started and we did our first lesson by Zoom. Okay. So, you know, in person is best. It's always best, but under these circumstances, Zoom worked. Okay. And so you will be ready in your area you'll be able to offer classes and you're you're in in arizona yep i'm in flagstaff arizona
0: in northern arizona and my website is flagstaffhypnobirthing.com and we'll be up and running here in just a couple weeks the website's already going but but, yeah, just finishing up my certification and really, really, really excited to get started. Any
1: couples in that area have yeah. <laughs> that, that blessing on the way, <laughs> can contact Thank you, yeah. you, and you can give them, I think, the best training ever. I, I had the Lamaze training when I had my babies, and I loved that. I loved it because it allowed me to have a natural birth. But this is this is even better. This is even better, and it, it's much more comprehensive. I'm I learned so much more from this class. That I, it's awesome.
0: Right. Like, yeah. Letting go of fear, any anxieties you have, and the whole philosophy of yes, it's not just about getting the baby out. Yeah, that's a wonderful part of it, of course. The prenatal bonding and the connection with your birth partner and you're creating a family and learning to communicate in love and all of these wonderful, wonderful tenets of the hypnobirthing. I just love it so much that and that you can use all these techniques after you have your baby and as you're starting your family and in that that, uh, postpartum stage, which is so
1: fragile and... It's just so wonderful, yeah. Much less incidence of postpartum depression with hypnobirthing mothers.
0: Yeah, because there's strategies to use, right? And you and you you built a really special connection with your partner, your yeah. birth partner, and your baby. So even if you have those instances, like you have that support system, and you and you're more more able to get through it with instead of just by yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So if you had, you've been through it, um, several layers, (laughs) if you had, what is probably, what would you get? What advice would you give the expectant mother? Maybe she just found out that she's pregnant, What what are some good habits to start right now?
0: Uh, I would start connecting with that baby right away. Uh-huh. I think that was one a really special thing is you don't have to wait until you have a bump or until you feel a kick or until the baby's in your arms you can start connecting with that baby at the moment you find out you're pregnant and I think that that is, can help you build a really strong foundation through your pregnancy through your labor and that postpartum stage so that would be my number one is start connecting then you're in tune with your body you're in tune with the development and the changes and the growth. So all those different aspects that happens to happen to a woman, like, so you can be more in tune with all those changes.
1: I love it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Emily, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. So with your, your new venture, and you are going to bless a lot of families in Northern Arizona. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you. All right. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. We have just concluded
0: another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week. And thanks for listening.